Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. It's the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents high school basketball. We are talking Washington Demons basketball. We got Andy Kretzinger of the Southeast Iowa Union to kind of surmise a little bit about the first half of their season. Welcome to the program, Andy. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, just start. Uh, just tell our tell our our, our listeners, uh, man, that team's had a lot of big wins and some sad losses and and. Uh, Seems like uh, one week they're losing to somebody they shouldn't, and the next week they're beating somebody they shouldn't. So they just uh, – right. But uh, well, uh, uh, kind of an amazing uh, result. So tell our listeners where the record is and then kind of go over the season, uh, uh, the games in particular. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, as I as I bring Washington up here, I've seen, uh, Washington, um, I've seen them uh, two or three different times this year. Um, they are currently 4-4. Four and four. Uh, three and one in the Southeast Conference, though, which of course is kind of what matters. Um, a couple of those big Southeast Conference wins ha- happened early. Uh, they beat Fairfield and uh, Burlington, um, two of their first four games of the year. So Fairfield was at Fairfield. I, I think that we thought, you know, Fairfield would be one of the favorites for sure, and I still think they're right up there with it. They beat they beat Fairfield seventy one to sixty seven at the beginning of the year, their second game of the season. And they beat Burlington, a game I was at, at home, 59-44, to 44, which is really significant because um, I think that those three in Mount Pleasant are the, the four teams that people expect to compete for the conference championship. And uh, in between there, they had a couple of losses. They lost to a pretty good Albia team at Albia uh, in overtime, 76-71. to And then they lost at home to Pella, in which I uh, Hunter was at that. And I think that might have been their – even though Pella's really, really good, that might have probably been their worst game of the year. And it just seemed like Pella couldn't, couldn't miss. So – um, they've also beaten Oskaloosa by uh, 11 points, and they've beaten Fort Madison in conference play. Uh, they've been just beat Fort Madison 57 to 37. Their only conference loss is to Mount Pleasant, and I was at that game. It was at Mount Pleasant, 62 to 49. So um, if if Washington would have won that game, they would be they would be 4 and 0 in the conference uh, with with only Keokuk uh, to play as far as the first round of of conference games they have to play everybody else again. So I would say that, that um, for team wise, first off they're pro- uh, Washington and Burlington are probably in the, uh, the best situation um, because it's Washington, Burlington and Mount Pleasant are all, all tied at three and one, but Mount Pleasant still has to play Fairfield, you know, Fairfield has to play Mount Pleasant. They play twice. So I, just by a, a hair, I'd say that Burlington and Washington are sitting a little bit more pretty um, as far as all that stuff. Uh, Washington hasn't lost a home, conference game yet either which is key and that's something Fairfield has done so that kind uh, Burlington has not either so um so team wise and they lost they lost to uh, Macon Missouri in the in the Missouri Iowa shootout um so they had a couple a couple bad ones there before they beat um Fort Madison they had a double overtime loss to Albia to start the season I think yeah yeah double overtime loss and and uh, you know Albia's pretty at the beginning of the year I know that I expected Washington to go in there and beat them, but Washington or but Albia um, and the South Central Conference is a little up this year. Um, so we've we've seen them beat Cardinal and um, um, Centerville and a couple other fairly local teams. But um, yeah, I'd say Washington's probably worst two games are probably the two first losses, the Albia and the Pella. And they're a, a, a Washington is a fairly inexperienced team in that they lost a lot of starters last year. Um, they lost. Um, you know, Case and Bailey and Lance Sabosky and and uh, Lucas Kroll and Travis Layden. Uh, Layden lost four. They lost four of their five starters last year. Now they do bring they do bring back Ethan Patterson, who's 
been one of the best players in the um, in the Southeast Conference for a couple of years, and and he's you know kind of having a, a great year again. He went over a thousand points uh, in their game against Burlington. Um, he scored seventeen point six points per game. And then the real kind of unveiling this year was that the three, uh, the six triplets, AJ, Aiden, and Avery, were going to get a lot more time, which they have. They started every game, and um, AJ six and uh, AJ six has scored uh, almost twelve points per game. Uh, Aiden six is up to ten points per game, and I think uh, one thing that's impressed me about Aiden six is that he's been given a little bit of the ball handling duties, and those are some pretty tall, lanky kids. Um, and he has done a pretty good job of not turning the ball over. I thought when they played against Mount Pleasant. I thought that the key would have been. I thought that Mount Pleasant would press, and that that you know Washington might have been in trouble uh, because Mount Pleasant is so good at uh, forcing turnovers. And I didn't think they'd be able to to handle the ball up and down, but they did. There was it was mostly Mount Pleasant shooting that kind of did them in, and maybe a couple turnovers late. But um, and they're tall. Uh, so, you know, Ethan Patterson's their star. He's a, a shifty guard who can shoot, who can do about everything. And um, but the rest of the players that get playing time, which would be the three sixes. Uh, sophomore Logan McDole, who's their shooting guard, and um, Evan uh, Vandermolen, another senior, comes off the bench. They are all really, really tall. So Washington does a lot of their damage down low, uh, which is, I think, uh, what makes them a pretty tough team. Well, uh, Washington is 3-1 and one in the conference, and that's all that really matters. And they're tied yes. to Mount Pleasant and Burlington. But uh, you were at the Burlington uh, game. And, yeah. Uh, Burlington come in there undefeated. In fact, that's still their only defeat, although they, they pulled out a close one as the first half ended there uh, against Mount Pleasant, the last uh, buzzer shot. But uh, they, they go to Davenport and beat big schools. They go to Cedar uh, Rapids and beat big schools. They go to Iowa City, and they beat big schools up there with big records and and, and uh, uh, handle them. And then – but. In, they come to Washington, and that's where when Washington puts it together, man, they they really look great in that game. I mean, uh, that was yeah. Uh, I, I'm assuming that's about as good as we're going to see Washington play. But uh, they are really capable of playing with the big boys, aren't they? They are, and it's, it's because I think it's you know most people think of you know obviously Ethan Passion is their best player, and he's an outside guy. But Washington, you know, doesn't just launch threes on you the big the big thing is that they're so tall inside and they run a lot of high low and get a lot of shots at the basket so washington gets shots if you look if you you know created a shot chart for most of their games there besides uh you know a, a few three-pointers here and there they get a lot of uh, shots right there in the paint um and then also they're a good rebounding team because of that and they're a good defensive team because of the lankiness so they're pretty well set up um one thing i'd say is that they only usually play Seven, you know, usually only play seven kids. Um, Luke uh, Schiebel comes in uh, sometimes, and um, there's a couple other kids, Drew Conrad and Drew Brown, that have played a bit, but their regular rotation is about seven. Um, so, um, you know, I, I guess you could worry that they might get worn down, but I'm sure that a couple kids will probably get more minutes later in the year. I think that's a lot um, to do with um, experience and stuff like that. But yeah, it's the it's the height to me that makes them really dangerous. And Burlington's a pretty big team, and and Burlington just couldn't bully inside against Washington. You know, Washington was a good matchup for him. Well, tell me about uh, tell me about the team statistics. The give me give me the rundown on the offense and the defense, and uh, uh, how's how's the statistics looking? Yeah, for sure. Well, they they do score um, fifty seven point three points per game. So um, someone was talking the other day about how the when they look um, at the Washington girls and boys 
basketball games, how, you know, usually you'd, you'd expect the, a boy, the boys games to be much higher scoring and at Washington, it just, you know, they're both pretty good teams, but it just so happens to be that it's more even. And um, I think that that's because uh, Washington thrives in a game where, um, where they can work the clock a little bit, you know, work the shot clock a little bit and get an easy bucket inside. And I'll say that the, you know, when, when they're really rolling, Ethan Patterson will run up and, and, you know, break your hearts with a pull up three pointer, but um, yeah, 57.3 points per game. Um, they're averaging uh, 33.6 rebounds per game. AJ six gets uh, 6.5 of those. Um, and uh, 10.8 assists per game. I'm trying to figure out where that ranks among the rest of the conference. Well, uh, tell me about some of the games that they got coming up uh, that you, you're going to see as key. And I, I think they're going to play all the all the teams again in Keokuk twice, right? Yep, Keokuk twice. You know, Keokuk's the youngest team in the conference. So um, that's, you know, the game that I, I would say the the – the real, as far as the teams that I could really see winning the conference, it's those top four. And the four Madison and Keokuk are just a little younger this year. Um, they play at home against Fairfield on January the 6th. That's their next game back. That's a huge one. Uh, if they could beat Fairfield, that would be a sweep of Fairfield. Um, that would really harm Fairfield because, uh, as I said, the Trojans could definitely win the conference too, and that would be their third loss. Um, or that could be a huge win for them. Um, you know, then they'd only have a couple of really, really tough conference games left. They got at Keokuk on the 13th. They're, they're hosting Anamosa on the 16th. And then on the 20th is when Mount Pleasant comes to town. And they'll be hungry for that one after what happened in Mount Pleasant. That could uh, be one of the games of the year, uh, depending on what happens with um, with Burlington and all that. Uh, I, th- I think that could be a big one. Boy, Fairfield won that game. That really shaked things up, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. And I expect Fairfield to beat one of those three teams at least one, you know, once or twice because Fairfield is right there with them. Fairfield just happens to be the teams that have, that they just haven't picked up that, that win yet. They've all been close games. Well, uh, is there a ways to follow them? I, I watch, seem like I watch some of the games on YouTube. I don't know the, the channels or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I, let's see. I, I, so obviously uh, the Southeast Iowa union, uh, we, we cover every single game we'll have in there, even if we're not physically at the game. We'll try and at least put a file photo or, or whatever if we don't get pictures of that game. But home, almost all home games were out of it. Um, and we've got uh, our Twitter at uh, uh, Union Sports. Oh, wait, hold on. Union Sports page at Union Sports page, Southeast Iowa Union Twitter. We have our uh, Southeast Iowa Union Sports talk on Wednesdays at 2 o'clock on Washington Live YouTube. Um, and then um, obviously uh, the radio station, uh, I always call it KCII, right? Yep, KCII. I get mixed up with K uh, K I I C and um, Albia. Albia. Yeah, that always messes yeah. me up. Yeah. But there's all, and then there's also um, if I can find, there's a couple guys on Twitter who put highlight reels together. Um, Washington has a, um, I believe they have a Washington Real basketball. Real smart videos Twitter. is one of them. Who is it? Real smart videos. That's exactly what I was looking for. Real smart videos puts a lot of Washington highlights out. So you can follow them on there and, and kind of get in with it. And then um, I know that uh, I, I do they I think they stream them on their YouTube, Washington Demons YouTube, I believe. Yeah, like yeah. W, it's like W uh, CSD live yeah, stream or I something think like that. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, but it's another great way to follow the Washington Demons. Yeah, very exciting team. Uh, last year they were very exciting. This year they're very exciting. Uh, Andy it was a pleasure uh, to be with you. Is there anything we didn't get to cover about the Washington Demons you wanted to? 
No, I, I think it'll be a fun end of the year. We'll, we'll talk later uh, when, when we see the rest of those conference play out a little bit. Well, I appreciate you being on. I didn't really have a contact with the uh, Washington Demons. Mm-hmm. Maybe at some point I'll develop one, but uh, until then, I'm sure you're uh, you you have the giant shoes that can giant feet <laughs> that can fill any shoes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'll be the utility man. Talk about teams where you can't, can't get a hold of them. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. Thanks.